Child of Our Time interview, Dr James Nazaru from the University of Manchester asks if mixed ethnicity children have lower levels of well-being than their non-mixed peers. In relation to uh, mixed race, mixed ethnicity children, there's been um, a large amount of uh, both practice, clinical, policy uh, discussion um, in, in terms of the well-being of children of mixed backgrounds. And a little bit of research evidence to support uh, the possibility that um, they do less well in terms of well-being and social uh, outcomes. And it seems that that's largely a consequence of um, the ways in which their mixed ethnicity, mixed race identities are experienced by them as not giving them the strong connections with their ethnic or cultural heritages and perhaps not giving them uh, particularly strong identities. So what did your research focus on particularly and why? Our research focused on the well-being of five-year-olds in both the United States and the United Kingdom uh, and compared the well-being of those with mixed ethnic or mixed race backgrounds with those who did not have um, such mixed uh, backgrounds. And when I say well-being, I guess we were really interested in both social and emotional um, outcomes. So things like um, conduct problems, hyperactivity, problems with peers uh, or emotional problems. And where did your information come from for that? The information for our research came from uh, two sources, both very similar. One was the um, uh, Millennium Cohort Study, which has been conducted in the United Kingdom since the turn of the millennium, so 2000 um, plus, which basically follows um, uh, children born at that time, follows them over time, and uh, measures a whole set of things in in relation to them using surveys. And the other one was a very similar data source called the Early Childhood Longitudinal Study Birth Cohort. And that also followed children from birth at around the turn of the millennium, uh, but only up to the ages of uh, five or six. And that was in the States, presumably? And that was in the United States, yeah. Yeah. So can you tell us a bit about the sorts of things that are asked in those surveys that would help you assess the children's social and emotional well-being? So a wide range of things are are studied in those surveys. Um, They're intended for a a range of purposes. And uh, for people like me, of course, the good thing is that these data are available for for us to analyse. In this particular context, um, what we really were concerned about was the well-being of of, uh, children. And so uh, the the particular questionnaire items that we were most interested in were those that covered their uh, emotional development. Things like whether they had tempered tantrums, whether they got angry easily, their relationships with their peers, the quality of their relationships with their peers, um, whether they got upset easily, those, those kinds of things, which then enabled us to characterize them in terms, of, um, in terms of the kinds of things we were interested in, like acting out behaviors, peer problems, uh, conduct problems, uh, and emotional symptoms. So let's talk about your main findings for children. Let's focus first on, on the UK. So in in the UK, what what we did was we compared mixed children with non-mixed children in a variety of different ethnic groups, um, uh, as as they might be called. So white mixed with white non-mixed, Pakistani mixed children with Pakistani non-mixed children, and so on. Our expectation was that we would find something that echoed the previous literature, which identified greater emotional well-being problems uh, for, for mixed children. In fact, if anything, we found the opposite which um, uh, really surprised us greatly. So what we found, for example, that um, Indian mixed children had better outcomes than Indian non-mixed children, the same in the white group, uh, the same in the Pakistani group, and the suggestion of similar things in, in other ethnic groups as well. 
I guess also important is, is that for a number of the mixed, group, mixed children groups, they have better outcomes than uh, is the average for the population. And was it a similar picture for children in the, in the US or did you see something different there? Well, the, the picture in the United States was in some ways quite similar. So, so we didn't find, again in the United States, we didn't find more problems in terms of emotional um, uh, well-being for mixed children compared with non-mixed children. The, the, the key findings in the United States was that we found very few differences amongst the different ethnic groups in, in the United States. There were some differences, but very few differences uh, in, in comparison uh, with the United States. Kingdom. Now, obviously, when you're looking at this, uh, doing this type of research, you also look to see whether there are any other factors that might be at play that might influence those, those finding, findings. What, was that the case for either or, or both groups of children? Yes, yeah, so, so there's a lot of um, uh, important things in both our um, immediate environment and, and in our broader social environment that, that affect our, our well-being. And this is the same for children, of course, as it is for um, uh, everybody else. And one of the advantages of these um, uh, studies in the United States and the United Kingdom is that alongside um, measures of uh, well-being, there's a whole set of measures of the circumstances in which the children live. And so we looked at a range of things that we thought would be relevant to the um, well-being of uh, five-year-old children. And these range from things like um, the kind of family structure, the age of the mother, to things like the socioeconomic circumstances of the household, how much money it has, what the uh, living conditions in the household were like, and things around the family environment. And in terms of family environment, we were particularly interested in things like the cultural uh, context of the household, how traditional or not it might be and also the what we call the psychosocial circumstances of the household so the mental health of the mother things like discipline practices um, regular bedtimes and stuff like that and those things on the whole were important for the well-being of children uh, so things like socioeconomic circumstances very important for children's well-being things like the psychosocial circumstances of the household were very important for the ch children's well-being but on the whole, what we found was that, were that mixed ethnicity, mixed race children were advantaged in terms of these um, characteristics. So those households were richer on average than um, households that were not mixed uh, and so on. And, um, and that, I guess, related to their better socio-emotional well-being. Mixed children were in better circumstances. That was one of the reasons why they had a better, not the only reason, but one of the reasons why they had a better well-being. You've said already that, that you found that quite surprising. So what would you say are the broader messages that can, can be taken away from, from the research and what you found? My findings were surprising and, and we began to think about why, it might be the, why this might be the case. And one thing we knew was that the data we had were very high quality. So these are data that are representative of the population as a whole with good measures and um, uh, the approach to analyses that my colleagues took were very robust. And so we were very confident in our findings. Um, but then why would they be different? The findings are based on the best available evidence. Why would they be different from the, from the rest of uh, the research and the kind of concerns that were coming from clinical practice? And I think there are a number of possible reasons for that. Well, one is that our research was in some sense more representative than other pieces of research. So research that's done in clinical settings may be representing only a particular set and particular type of the population with a particular set of problems. So that might be one reason. Another reason, of course, is, is that we were studying um, children at a particular age, uh, so around the age of five or six. And it may well be that although children of that age are conscious of ethnicity, so they're aware of ethnicity, they're aware of their own ethnicity and the ethnicity of others, 
although they're conscious of ethnicity, they may not yet have got to the stage of identity development where these concerns are paramount and their mixedness might become paramount. So it might be something to do with development stages. And there is evidence to suggest that where there are developmental problems, they're greatest um, in kind of early teenage years. And then they disappear as um, people grow into young adulthood. And so it might be that there is a kind of development stage issue too. Yeah. But the other possibility is, is that it's something to do with the time at which we did our research. And so uh, you can imagine that research done in the 70s or, or the 80s where mixedness was much less common and mixed ethnicity, mixed race children might be facing a particular set of problems that relate to the ways in which identity is perceived at that time. And that now in, in, the, in the 2000s, 2010s, that mixedness is more commonplace and mixed identities are therefore less problematized by the people that they interact in. I suspect it's a combination of all three of those, that it's something about period, in which we did the study, something about the development stage of the children that we studied and something about the fact that our data are high quality compared perhaps to some other studies that are more restricted in focus. But overall it would seem quite a positive story. A positive story, but I guess the other key message that comes from this, of course, which we did um, uh, talk through, but perhaps only very briefly, is the importance of social de de determinants for um, uh, children's uh, well-being. So the family environment, and very particularly the socio-economic environment in which children live in, uh, is really very important for their development. And we found very strong evidence to show that the socio-economic advantage of mixed children was very important in terms of their advantage in terms of emotional well-being. James Nasru was talking to Chris Garrington about his research, Socio-Emotional Well-Being Among Mixed Race and Mixed Ethnic Children in the UK and US, Patterns and Underlying Mechanisms.